The Forum at 8 on SAFM. If you've just joined us, uh, welcome to the show. Now, uh, this morning on the forum at eight, uh, we'll be uh, just touching base and you know getting some answers, getting some responses uh, with regard to the latest in uh, the uh, Lagos, Nigeria uh, church building collapse and the South Africans who unfortunately lost their lives there. It's been forty-eight days exactly today since eighty-one South Africans died in Lagos, Nigeria, when a building of the synagogue church of all nations collapsed. Now, to date, the remains of those who died have still not been returned to South Africa for families to bury them. And we can only imagine, you know, how traumatic this is for the families. Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa this week told Parliament that government cannot force Nigeria to speed up the repatriation process. And on the forum at 8 this morning, we ask, how much longer can the families wait before they buried their loved ones? And we have a representative of some of the families who have lost loved ones who will be joining us uh, for this discussion. And uh, also with us is Pumla Williams, Interministerial uh, Committee uh, 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 spokesperson here in studio with us um, from Government Communications. And we also have Mr. Kirsten Nematandani, who's an elder at the Synagogue Church of All Nations. And uh, they both in our Johannesburg studios. Thank you so much for making the time to come in. Thank you. Thanks to you and uh, good morning to your listeners. And um, uh, we'll be joined later by uh, Mr. Mkolisi Green, who is the cousin of uh, Thomas Matsina, uh, who uh, died. Also, uh, Philip Mbedzi, who lost his daughter, as well as Joe Jordan, who lost his son. So uh, we'll be joined uh, just a little later on in this conversation by those family members. But um, uh, Pumla, let me start with you. Firstly, let's just look at the numbers. Um, You know, we started at a number of 85 and then it was revised down to 80 and now we're talking about 81 South Africans. Can we just get confirmation on that first? Good evening to the listeners and yes, Sakina, <laughs> sorry. We, we, in fact, we didn't start off by 81. We started, if you recall, when the president made the announcement, we started with 67 because the whole incident is quite tragic and, and a lot of of the figures keep unfolding. Yes, as we speak now, we have the number 85 with four not being South Africans. So we're sitting currently with the South Africans that are suspected to have perished there being 81. And that number could still change as the number progress. could change because w- there, there is a DNA process. You'll know that we, we and Rocket in saying that 116 bodies are going through this whole verification process. The DNA that are at the lab, they are being uh, uh, verified. So we will conclusively say how many South Africans perished once this whole verification process is completed. But for now, yes, we're talking of 81 bodies. Now, Pumla, you know, uh, many people have vented their anger against the South African government. Um, uh, Here's a case in point, Vusi Gwambe, who sends a tweet and he says, our government has failed South Africa as a country and all the families affected by the Nigerian building collapse. Uh, This is a shame. And um, we heard uh, Deputy President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa telling Parliament that the South African government can't force Nigeria to expedite the repatriation of the mortal remains of South Africans. Just talk us through the process. What is going on? It's been 48 days and people feel that, you know, this is going on forever. Okay. 
Sakina, let me start by saying that this, this incident happened outside the borders of this country. But what we have done uh, from the moment we became aware that South Africans had perished there, the president of this country came out and briefed the nation to say this is what has happened. As a result of that, I have set up a team of ministers to drive the process. And he's on record having said that we as a South African government were going to do whatever it takes to make sure that South Africans are brought back to South Africa and to be buried by their loved ones. But what we should also indicate that the fact that, that this incident happened outside of the borders of this country posed its own challenges uh, because whatever that gets done in, in, that, in that country has to be done within the laws of that country. For example, for example, a simple thing like a death certificate. There is no way that we could generate a death certificate of those loved ones in South Africa because they didn't perish in, in South Africa. So they have to be done in that country. And that country has got its own processes that they have to follow. And there's no way we can force them to do it differently in the same way that we in our country would never actually have another country coming to dictate and saying, do it this way. We've got our policies, we've got our laws, and these are our laws. This is how it should happen. What we have done as, as a government is to engage with the Nigerian authorities to plead and to, inst- to put some sense of agency. And from where we are sitting, we have been getting a lot of cooperation from the Nigerian. But however, we are constrained that we can transport our laws and say they must use those laws to actually do what needs to be expected. Currently, we are satisfied that they are doing what, whatever they can, but yes, it is difficult from a South African who is sitting in the dark, not knowing when the body is going to be coming back. But I think from a South African side, I think we have even, I can even confirm here to South Africans that we have an operational center that supports these ministers. It's meeting daily. It's getting report. The high commissioner in Nigeria is meeting with the Nigerian authorities regularly also to get updates. So I think we are not going to rest. We are going to make sure that everything is done and we are almost on the agenda of the Nigerian government to make sure that our, lab, our, our citizens are brought back to South Africa. Uh, there's been concern about the conditions under which the corpses are being kept. Um, I think early on, you know, uh, after this tragedy unfolded, when we spoke, uh, you indicated yourself that uh, there may be problems there with regard to the morgues and the condition in which they were. So how has, I mean, 48 days later, um, one really shudders to think what condition those bodies may be in right now. Are you at liberty to uh, discuss that with us to a certain extent? Well, I will report on on the last update that we gave, uh, That in fact, not the last date, two briefings before that, uh, three weeks, almost three weeks ago, we we even consciously took a decision as the government that we need to engage the families because of the reports that we have been getting from our pathologists that were working there who were giving us feedbacks of the condition of those bodies. Now, from what we had been advised, the condition of those bodies was not in a position where you could really subject these families to viewing their loved ones in the condition they were in. Firstly, the, the accident in itself was was horrific. So 
that in itself, the bodies were not in good shape. But the second thing that we had emerged is that even whilst they are in those mocks, they are they are they they, they were almost like not looking the way we would see a body in a mock in South Africa, uh, and the and the temperatures in in Lagos were also not uh, were com- compounding the problem. That was three weeks ago. I'm not sure what the condition is now because I haven't seen them, but. Three weeks ago, we were already preparing families that they should not view the bodies when they finally come to South Africa. And uh, we'll get to the families in just a moment because that cannot be an easy thing to handle. But uh, Mr. Nematandane, who is an elder um, at the Synagogue Church of All Nations uh, here in Johannesburg. Mr. Nematandane, the church has come under really serious, you know, bombardment for the role that they were seen not to have played. For example... Immediately after the tragedy occurred, um, uh, people said that the church was not forthcoming with information, uh, for example, like how many people were in the church and also the sort of assistance that was rendered and um, the communication extended to South Africans after this collapse. Thank you very much uh, to you and to your listeners out there. Let me start by, um, on behalf of the church, uh, expressing our deepest condolences to the bereaved family. Uh, the church and its partners indeed are saddened by what is happening at this point in time and also take this opportunity from a church perspective also express our messages of condolences to the three sports persons who passed on in this country that is uh, Mr. Mbuleni Murauzi and of course Pindile Mumelase and Senzo Mayo uh, to the families we say be strong in the Lord. Um, yes, indeed, uh, when it all started, obviously, the church wouldn't have gone out without verification in terms of numbers that are attributed to those that might have lost their lives out there. And at the same time, as you understand, the church had to bring whatever expertise they had, of course, together with the Nigerian uh, um, state to assist in rescuing uh, the people on the ground. Surely, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, when it comes to the media side, uh, we don't seem to have that uh, conscious of understanding that uh, somebody has passed on. Can you imagine when you see a picture of your loved one on a screen before you're even informed? Surely those things are, in terms of humanity, uh, uh, we need to have that level of compassion. Well, I know from a media perspective, people would have expected, open the doors, let us be there. But surely, for you as an individual, if you had to see a picture of your loved one before anybody informed you, surely you would feel very disturbed. And I believe the understanding was, first ensure that you give attention to the people, obviously reconcile the numbers and be able to come up with a statement. And you must also understand that the church is normally not equipped to deal with such crisis, the church is there for spiritual upliftment of people. And, sh- you know, no crisis management under normal circumstances, because this is a one-odd issue situation that has happened. Uh, and, and that's where we are at this point in time. Mr. Nematandani, when uh, this uh, collapse occurred, when TB Joshua appeared in public at first, it was not to uh, give verification on numbers. It was, however, to come out and, you know, uh, put out some conspiracy theory about some aircraft that was hovering above the building, uh, which may have caused the collapse. So, you know, that was just seen as insensitive 
from the church? Well, uh, you got to understand that uh, from somebody who's at the scene, having experienced that and having lost so many lives in terms of compassion, that had to come first. You can understand the shock. What had to come first? The conspiracy theory? No, no, no. Obviously, uh, the man of God wouldn't have gone on TV without putting on a... uh, a clear message as to what was understanding. And from the onset, there was a message of condolences that was rolling on it, Emmanuel TV. And that message continued to roll even up today. And there was a voice behind that message up front before even the church service. Unfortunately, not everybody has access to Emmanuel TV per se, but the message, I must confirm, was there and continues to be there. And um, so with regard to the church's record keeping, I mean, why was the church not immediately or at least, you know, fairly quickly able to give certainty with regard to the numbers of people and their identity, seeing that they were staying at this uh, guest house? I don't think the church failed to do that. Uh, The church had all the numbers. What was to be verified is how many survived and how many could have lost their life on the spot because the church collects every information before you enter the church. As you enter, every documentation of whoever is in there is collected, is recorded. And not only that, before people leave, for instance, South Africa or, or Zimbabwe to, to uh, Lagos, they are verified at home, all the details, they are next of kin. That's why the church is able to move to every family without any difficulty. And the church was even there to assist government in terms of the list because they had all the records, all the passports. Nothing is missing. That information is there. I must confirm that information. And I think uh, from government they can confirm that the church was absolutely on the spot when it comes to record keeping, including the data that was kept by those that are coordinating. Mm. And how long did it take the church to allow, um, you know, rescue workers and others onto the premises? I must say, unfortunately, I was not on the spot, uh, but I do know that uh, the process started the very same day. There was no way that uh, people would move in to start uh, saving lives uh, whilst the situation is like that. Remember, there were also survivors who came out the very same day. Uh, some of them trapped, of course, because of the number of uh, floors that were on top of them. All right, uh, that's Kristen Tandani, who is an elder at uh, the Synagogue Church of All Nations. And I just want to turn attention to uh, the families right now. And I want to start with Mr. Mkolisi Green, uh, who lost uh, his cousin Thomas Matsina in this disaster. Mr. Green, thank you so much for speaking to us. Good morning, Sakim. Now, I uh, firstly, our condolences as, um, you know, uh, the team here at SAFM and the SABC at large uh, on your loss. But this cannot be an easy time for you, you know, this wait that has gone on for 48 days, uh, speaking of it today. Yes, Sakim, as a family, I think we devastated, frustrated, and also angry about the whole situation because 48 days, uh, I mean, it's, it's too much for the family. So, yes, we are devastated about the whole situation. The whole situation, you say, what is causing you the greatest frustration at this point? Yes, because we can't come to the closure of, of, of this. We can't prepare for the descent burial for uh, Thomas. So, I mean, like, for instance, some family members, uh, as soon as we, we heard the, the, the news, they, 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 they took the leave. 
anticipating that even the, 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 the barrier will be in, in, in the coming weeks, but they, they, they had to return to, to their respective works uh, because there was nothing clear on, on how are we going to, 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 to get the, the remains so that we can prepare for the funeral. So that, that is what is frustrating the family. Have you had, um, uh, to your view, sufficient communication from both government and the church regarding the situation? I, I, I think there is no communication between us and the, and the, and the government. The, the only time that we, we, we saw members from, uh, from the government, it was, uh, I think, uh, two weeks ago, when uh, two gentlemen from the National Office of Social Development came to the family to, to, to try and, and, and tell us about the conditions of the body and, and, and on how to treat the bodies, not to open the, the bodies and, and, and all that stuff. I think that they, we have received a, 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 a support from the synagogue church. They visited us three times. So uh, I think that that's where the, 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 the difference is between the government and the, and the church. The church is, is making a regular visit, and, and the, the, the government is not communicating with us at all. Only here from the media. Okay, I want to bring in uh, Mr. Philip Mbedzi as well. Our condolences to you and your family as well, Mr. Mbedzi, on the loss of your daughter. And um, again, you know, what has it been like for you, this 48-day wait after learning of the death of your daughter? Yes, ma'am, thank you for affording me this opportunity too. Yes, indeed, I've lost a daughter, Mpo, in the incident that took place in Lagos. Kidney Joshua's uh, uh, church center. Well, <clears throat> from the human point of view, one didn't, you know, expect such kind of tragedy to happen. You know, after it has happened, then you 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 feel you 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 down. You feel you you little bit not exactly knowing what you should do. Yes. We are in pain, we are in grief. However, we, 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 we came to a point that we, as Christians, we have agreed with ourselves, you know, as a family that nobody planned such kind of a tragedy from the point, from the human point of view. It couldn't be uh, the prophet, it couldn't be whoever within the, the church center. But then as Christian, we have viewed it as, as, as an attack to, to Christians, true Christian for that matter. And, 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 and we can background it by, by, by the scriptures themselves that we, 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 we are here on this earth and then with facing one enemy. That is the devil. So you believe that this tragedy is as a result of some demonic occurrence? Is that what you're saying, Mr. Mbedzi? As a Christian, yes, I do.
All right. Uh, that's Mr. Philip Mbezi who lost his daughter Mpoh. On the forum at 8 this morning, we asked, how much longer can the families wait before they buried their loved ones? And this, of course, in relation uh, to the 81 South Africans who died in Lagos, Nigeria, when a building of the Synagogue Church of All Nations collapsed. And uh, this morning, we are speaking to Pumla Williams, as well as Kirsten Nematandani, and also family members who are bereaved. And uh, we spoke to Mkolisi Green, who lost his cousin Thomas Matsina. We spoke to Philip Mbedzi, who lost his daughter Mpo. And uh, joining us now is Joe Jordan, who lost his son. Joe, um, our condolences to you and your family as well. And um, I don't even know where to start because it's just such a difficult conversation to have with families at this time. But how are you holding up? Thanks uh, to everybody and listeners. Uh I think as a family, with the assistance of the spiritual leaders and some members of a number of churches, in particular Emmanuel Church, I think they gave us a moral support. And uh, with those prayers and the preachings that they have come to us, I think that helped us to be able to sustain even the long time that we are in it now. And uh, this uh, situation that has now occurred with regard to the condition of the bodies and the fact that you will not be able to uh, uh, have an open casket, you will not be able to uh, essentially see those remains, how is that affecting the family? Well, it's, it's, it's quite a bad thing that you're not going to be in a position to view uh, your, 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 your son or your daughter or your parents. It, that, that's quite uh, uh, bad. But uh, well, when we informed about that, uh, that uh, it was an advice based on the protocols from the Department of Health also to protect uh, uh, everybody, uh, not to view the bodies. Uh, we don't know the condition of those bodies until uh, we'll see on their arrival was I, I don't believe even in whatever condition if somebody is sealed uh, in whatever uh, plastic form is sealed to view your person it's very important and uh, those who cannot stomach that who wants to remain with the last picture of your son or your daughter it's better not to view the body but personally I would love to view my son uh, regardless what will, will, will happen thereafter Joe, just um, on that score, uh, did you at any point think of perhaps earlier in this process making arrangements to go to Nigeria um, to maybe do the viewing at an earlier point? Because, um, again, the communication, has it been communicated to you that uh, the condition of these bodies are deteriorating by the day? Yes, I I think when... when, when, uh Chaplain from the SAPS and uh, the Department of Social Development came. I think they gave us a very clear picture uh, of what is, is happening to those bodies in, in Nigeria, the, the, the conditions of the parlor, the, the, the climate, the sun in that during that disaster. Uh, they conditioned us that this is what you might expect. 
together with the social development. I think they kept on, uh, you know, talking about that to us, uh, trying to condition us that we respect the West. Uh, so we, we, we remain in that. Uh, that uh, we'll see the bodies on their arrival, but uh, mm. there is nothing. There is nothing one can do. Uh, it is not. Uh, we can't blame the church. Uh, we, we, we can't blame. Uh, but uh, my, my, my only problem is that uh, seemingly there isn't much uh, on the side of the Nigerian government. Because if some of those people were 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 able to be taken very soon. I don't think if they were taken to a good palace would be in a situation that now we can we can't view the bodies. I think it's unfortunate from such a giant state that there's still a situation where the state can't have proper palace that the bodies can just rot while they're in the hands of a, a, a state uh, mortuary. That's too bad. So do, are you saying then, Joe, that you feel that uh, not enough was done, that more could have been done in order to try and preserve the condition of the bodies? I, I understand some condition of the body due to the collapse, the nature of the, of the, of the collapse. But I, I believe even then, if there was a good attendance at the bodies in the state mortuary, wouldn't be in, a, in, in such a situation today. I'm not just happy with the way they've handled uh, uh, the bodies. I think our government also came quickly to to, to, to go and assist, but I, I believe that due to the laws in those countries, they were unable uh, to, 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 to help. That, that's, that's, that's the bad part of the whole thing. There wasn't proper co- cooperation between the Nigerian government and the South African government. I believe, let alone being a South African, that if the government was allowed to assist quickly, wouldn't be in such a mess today. Mm. And and of course, uh, Pumla Williams, this has raised um, speculation about you know some strife between South Africa and uh, the Nigerian government. Let me start by by just expressing my condolences to the three families that are online with us. Uh, and also to say that it is a very difficult time for all the three families. But I want to assure them uh, that as government, from the moment we were told, we've been very transparent to the South African nation and to the families directly. I can confirm, Sakina, that we have interacted with the families, all of them. Uh, and I want to even zoom in particularly to Ndate to Green. Mr. Green was interacted by this by by government, but additionally they've interacted with me as late as yesterday. I can confirm as late as yesterday. They have had the benefit of knowing exactly where we are. So I think it is not. Uh, it wouldn't be quite correct to say that the government has not been interacting with his families. But what I think we should be saying, all of us, and including the families themselves. No news would satisfy anybody who's going through this this period if it is not saying, when is my son coming back? I think all of us, the only news that would make sense to anybody is when are the bodies coming back? Mm. And unfortunately, all of us at, at this stage, we're sitting 
with a situation where the Nigerians are in charge of the DNA testing. They can guide us when we are supposed to get these bodies. And obviously, there is no way that you can keep going to families and saying it's tomorrow when you know it is not going to be tomorrow. So it is only proper that we are fair and we are honest with these families, whether it's painful. But I think if we don't have the date, I think it is, it is, it, it is, it, it, that's what it is. Um, but in terms of interacting with the Nigerian uh, authorities, I can say that. Yes, we are interacting with the families. Whether the pace is at the pace where we would want it, I don't think anybody could, could, could doubt that, that all of us, we feel this process could move faster. There should be a closer. It is an head of in South African culture where a person of your loved one has died. You sit for 48 days without. I mean, in our culture, mm. you, you almost within a week, you, you, you have con- concluded the whole process. It's unheard of in our culture. So we are going through a very painful process, all of us. And I think I can just assure these three families that we are doing whatever we can. And the moment we get the information, we are definitely not going to be. We have all their contact details. They've even gone as far as giving us the name of who is supposed to be the face. So we have all those details. They've given us their cell numbers. When we get any information, we have their cell numbers, all of them, so that we are interacting with them directly. Earlier this month, uh, it was said that... uh, by the end of this month, uh, in all likelihood, you know, the bodies should be repatriated. It is the end of the month. Where are we at now? I don't think that information is from us. No, it was from Nigeria. That I will not be able to comment from the Nigerians because I think I will only comment on what we are confirmed and we know for a fact that our plane is leaving, that we will share it with the South Africans. And you're saying at this point there's no clarity. We don't have any date from the Nigerian authorities. It's 15 minutes before nine on the forum at eight this morning. Uh, we are speaking to Pumla Williams uh, from uh, government as well as Kirsten Emantandani, elder at Synagogue Church of All Nations. And um, some uh, families uh, who lost their loved ones, Mkolisi Green, who lost his cousin uh, Thomas Matsina, Philip Mbezi, who lost his daughter Mpo, and uh, Joe Jordan, who also lost his son during the collapse of, the, uh, of a building belonging to the Synagogue Church of All Nations in Nigeria. Exactly 48 days ago today. 0891-104-208 is the number to dial. Let's hear what your views are on this matter. Salim in Chatsworth, good morning. Good morning. You know, it's very hurtful. It's very sad. And it's unacceptable that our people are treated this way. You know, what is going on? Is there going to be any body coming? When the bodies come back, when the remains come back, what are we going to see? Look like we'll see nothing but bones. You know, it's... it's it's not right. It's hurtful. We can't allow this to happen. They've got to do something to respect our dead. They are not respecting our dead. Uh, Salim, what needs to be done by whom at this point, in your view? You see, there's got to be intervention from the government. They've got to bring back the remains. It simply cannot be left there and left like this. We don't know when they're going to come. It's, it's really not like... I, be, I believe the government's got to really put the foot down and say that these are the South African remains, we need it back. We need to respect the remains. What is happening? What are, you know, when, it, when we're hearing what condition they are, it begins to hurt us. Okay. It to hurt us. All right, Salim. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, Salim calling from Chatsworth in Durban. Let's go to Africa in Port Elizabeth. Good morning, Africa. 
Good morning, Sakina. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I want to agree with your previous call. It's a very sad situation, and I want to pass my condolences to the family. I think, again, I know that laws of the countries are different from one country to the next, as the Deputy President already alluded to. But I think our relationship with the Nigerian government, for me, is, is a bit of suspect, because um, the same incident happened in, in Ukraine, where a plane crashed, and but within a week, the bodies had been repatriated in a very difficult situation uh, where there was fights and that. And so I think there's something wrong with the way we communicate with the different, um, with our government or the, or the government of Nigeria. And secondly, how the church handled the situation initially to me is a problem. I'm glad what I'm hearing now in terms of assistance that they're giving to the families. But the initial point of making themselves as victims, um, when, when the prophet was talking about um, the, this, the, he was a target and the people are martyrs, so I think the initial reaction on their part was a problematic. I'm glad it has improved um, subsequently. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Africa. Uh, Elijah in Makado, good morning. Good morning, Sakina, and thanks for taking my call. Uh, Sakina, the waiting has been overdue. We have mourned it has been overdue. Like, in, I've been listening to people that have lost their, their family members Especially in our tradition, we don't mourn for six months when we have not yet buried the people. Uh, I think, Sakina, if we can take these things other way, if those people uh, who are in Nigeria or that matter have been happening here in South Africa, those people will be at home at a very long time. I think it is a time where our government needs to take these things serious. They need to tell the truth. They then need to hide behind the bush because they will say after this month uh, we will get those people will come back, which they are lying to us because they are they don't know the exact date. I think it's better for them to keep quiet rather than talking anything that they are not sure because we have been waiting, we have been warned that they have been trying the donation. You can't mourn a person for six months, Sakina. It is unreasonable because you are mourning. After you mourn a six months, you are mourning for six months. At that time, you have not even buried. Some people, after the death of a, a, a certain individual, they need to perform their ritual. How do you perform a ritual where you have not been buried the person? Okay, got you there. Um, Elijah in Makado. Michael in Petratif, good morning. Good morning, Sakina, and I would like to convey my condolences to the bereaved families. Uh, according to my understanding, I think really that Nigeria has got this tendency of undermining South Africa because of their pity fight to control Africa. Unfortunately, they use the date to continue such pitiness. If the perished were Chinese, Europeans, or Americans, they would, would have easily accepted the help that South Africa tried to offer them. And their dead would have been buried a long time ago. Waiting two months to bury your loved ones is very unacceptable and uncalled for. On the same breath, I would like to to comment that really blaming the South African government about this is not on at all because Nigeria has got their lousy laws to follow. 
That is why we're in such a mess. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much, Michael. Um, let me just read some of the messages coming through. Arafat in Cape Town says, Why is the so-called man of God refusing to appear in the disaster commission on the grounds that he wasn't a witness? Um, and KB says, Well, the pathologist have now confirmed that there was no explosion nor any bombing. So what is the prophet going to say now? Uh, this one from uh, Nosh... Noshwashu says, uh, could you please ask Mr. Nimatandani to stop referring to a fraudster as a man of God? This is blasphemy. Tumi says, if the church is not equipped, but they have security to stop people being rescued for three days, they have blood on their hands and uh, they could have saved some of those lives. Uh, This one here says... um, The affected families and those who survived are solely to blame, not our government. Survivors are all protecting TB Joshua and um, are not uh, disclosing anything. And this one says, we have many freak accidents in South Africa and it doesn't take long to prepare. People have funerals within a week. How long does it take in Nigeria? It's only in other African countries where this occurs. Also, shame on the South African government for not trying harder. I'm an embarrassed South African. Uh, why is Nigeria's ambassador um, on our, in our country, uh, the rep here, not speaking to South Africans to explain and to apologize for the delays? This is very disrespectful to us, says this SMS. But uh, let me just get Mr. Nematandani to respond to some of the issues raised there. Thank you very much once again. Uh, condolences once again to the bereaved families. And I must say, this is one aspect that always remains very thorny whenever we visit families, to give them answers when are the remains coming back. Well, um, the issue of the bombing that is referred to, uh, we believe the um, the uh, the uh, process of inquest is going on, and the understanding is uh, that was a... Uh, a controlled demolition. We have seen various uh, scenario of uh, uh, building that came down in, as a result of structural defect and, of course, those that came down on the basis of uh, controlled demolition. That's what we can say for now. However, we don't want to preempt the outcome of the inquest. Yesterday, I saw a report yesterday that said uh, that uh, uh, some of the authorities uh, who were in charge of inspecting this building, uh, the remains of it, came to the conclusion that there was no blast. That is what you got as a report yesterday. It would be wise for us to be patient and remain for the full report and I believe the full report. So the will church come stands by its view, its view that this was sabotage, an attack of some sort. I believe there are experts on the ground that are assisting the church in terms of analyzing what happened on the day. But simply, uh, our understanding is that was a controlled demolition. That's where we are. Of course, uh, one not being on the ground, we can only say what we have seen with our naked eye, the speed in which the building came out without touching any other building. But what is critical for us now are the families that are going through grief. That's why all our energies at this point in time, because that is an issue that is within the law, the Nigerian okay. government is dealing but, with. But that. before we go to the families, th- there were also reports that the church was not uh, uh, authorized to have the additional stories added uh, from the uh, 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 original plan that was actually drawn up for this guest house. Can you confirm or deny that? 
uh, at this point in time, I may not be able to comment on that. Because Why I, not? I do not have those facts before me. Obviously, the church, out of the inquest, will be able to, to uh, present those issues. That's what has been said in terms of the Nigerian authorities. But finally, all those issues will come to the floor. But isn't that disingenuous, Minister Nematandani? And I'll tell you why. If these issues have been raised in the media and it's been raging, people have been talking about it, surely the church at this point would have gone back to the plans to check what exactly that structure uh, was approved to be and whether as it stood at the time when it went down, it complied with uh, those, uh, 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 those official documents. Can the church not say yay or nay on this matter? Well, unfortunately, that is the information that I don't have as I, I sit before you this morning. However, there's a process that is on it. I would have loved us to wait for that process to come to completion. And that process should be able to give us the factual facts on the ground. Okay, and has uh, uh, Prophet Joshua, has he appeared before that um, inquest uh, tribunal as yet? Well, from what I've seen on the media, I do not, uh, I didn't see anything that says he had appeared. It would appear they want him to appear. All right. And as for um, Ms. Williams, the South African government and people are saying that South African government needs to be firmer. They need to take a firmer stance in order to resolve this because it's unacceptable. Sakina, I think I want to reiterate that um, the whole accident happened outside the borders of South Africa. From the moment we became aware through our Department of International Relations, there has been constant engagement with the Nigerian authorities. Where we are sitting at is that we are having a good relationship with the Nigerian authorities. They are assisting us. We are getting closer to the finalization. If you recall that where we were before, even the very process of bringing back the injured uh, to South Africa, it was through the collaboration and the assistance that we received from the Nigerian. They have committed to us that they are doing whatever they can to fast track the process so that the bodies are brought home. So yes, we are doing whatever we can, but I'm certain if this accident had happened in South Africa within our laws, we probably wouldn't be where we are. But I think we are constrained by the laws of a different country. But I think safe to say that they are assisting us. They are working with us. And we are hoping that uh, we will come get to the end of, of this uh, a very painful process. And I just want us to uh, give the families a word, um, a final word, uh, 30 seconds, unfortunately, as all the time we have for each family member. Mkolisi Green? Okay, thank you. Sadly, I want to, to correct the, the, the same name. It's Matzila. It's Matzila. Yes. Matzila, yes. Yes. Yeah, as a family, I, I think the government is doing little to assist us as a, as a, as a family. And, and also, we've got some conflicting statements from Ms., uh, Mrs. Williams and the uh, gentleman that was elected as the family. They said that the death certificate will be done here in South Africa, but I hear that the certificate will be done in, in, in Nigeria. Mm. And also, the, the viewing of the, of, the, of the bodies, we're told that the, 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 the bodies will be wrapped in, a, in, a, in, a, in a plastic and then. The the, the 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 upper body will be transparent so that we can able to view the the the, 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 the body and and we must not open the the the, 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 the plastic. So yes, I think that that's how I, okay. I feel as a, as a, as a family.
Oh, thank you so much, Mkolisi Green. Uh, Philip Mbedi? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you once more. Uh, one can conclude in this way that uh, <clears throat> human beings are subject to make mistakes, subject to, to hide the truth, subject to, to dodge whatever. But the, the, the fact remains, God's time is the best. Mm. And God is still on top of everything that is happening on the universe. And uh, this is putting us as a family a stand a position, a very firm stand position to to say we are going to wait. There is no way that we it will remain the night. It will be the dawn will come one day and that day is when the, the, the jet has jetted the, the remains of our loved ones down to South Africa. Thank you so much, Mr. Philip Mbeti. And finally, Joe Jordan. Thanks, Sean. Well, uh, there isn't much to, 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 to say. All what I would say is, to, is that it, it would be better if the, the Nigerian government is fast-tracking the process. Those are the only people because the government is prevented by the laws of that country. If then the, 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 that government can fast-track the process, that's only my appeal to them that they must fast-track the, fast-track the process. All right, and that's where we're going to leave it. Thank you so much to our guests this morning, uh, Pumla Williams, Kristen Ematandani, and uh, families uh, who have lost members in that uh, fateful uh, building collapse in Nigeria 48 days ago. And unfortunately, we still don't know when those remains will be repatriated to South Africa. We're going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for your fantastic participation, as always, and to the production team for making sure it went out loud and clear.